0: Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. From the Stands, your one-stop-shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter, at Billiken Podcast, for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, uh, Billiken fans, back to From the Stands, our uh, podcast where we talk Billiken Athletics. uh, we're uh, thrilled to have Kevin Kalish, our men's soccer coach, with us today. Kevin is in his fourth season uh, as a Billikins head coach. We've got a great team. Uh, we're 11-0-3, one of three undefeated teams in the country. But uh, what I'm most impressed by, Kevin, is how this team has really come together and everybody's playing their roles. And I know you and I talk a lot uh, about that and how, it, how you build a championship culture. And I couldn't be more... Uh, encouraged and thrilled for the success that's come together this season from the from the building blocks and the foundation that we that you've been building. And so first of all, congratulations, but uh, tell us uh, tell us how you feel about this team, where we sit today from a program perspective and how this season sits right now.
1: Yeah, Chris. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, no, we're in a great spot right now, right? I think we talked a lot over the last, three or, you know, three or four years, and you know, it really starts with getting the right people that fit our fit our culture and our, and live our values each day uh, inside the program. And I think we've done a really good job of identifying those student athletes who who fit St. Louis University and what we're about. Um, and I think it's been this slow slow process, right? I think each year we've we've made we've made strides on and off the field. Um, and I think, you know, you're seeing now the culmination of a couple of years of, of, of the rigor and discipline of just doing the, doing the right things over and over again. And, we're, you know, we have great leadership. And guys know our identity and who we are. And I think it's kind of all come together at the right time. So
0: that that's one of my questions, our identity. What do we want people to walk off the field when they get done playing us? What If you can clearly define in a couple – sentences what really is st louis men's soccer what do we want our identity to be what's the message we want to send to people either watching us play or when they walk off the field after they just got done play us what what's that message
1: yeah look i think there's our three pillars it's about it's about character it's about you know young men with uh with unbelievable character that you can trust on and off the field that they're going to do their jobs and and just represent our, our our team and our program um in the fashion that we we envision it's about teamwork it's about being selfless. It's about serving others. Uh, it's about being a great teammate, right? It's an undervalued skill set that I think, um, whether it's in any industry or in the athletic department or even on a soccer team, I think it's something that uh, we look for great teammates. And it's about just an unbelievable amount of fighting spirit and competitiveness that we feel is the, the differentiator for winning teams, right? Just the, uh, you know, the ability to grind out wins and and be a hardworking blue collar. You know, just a just a tough team that's really difficult to play against, and um, I think this team embodies all those three pillars really well. So, Kevin,
0: how do you have? I mean, we're having a great season, to, and hopefully, we've got a lot of soccer to play yet. Um, how do you build that selfless character when you've got people playing at a real high level? Because those things can pull pull it apart, right? How sure. do you, How do you get people to be great teammates and selfless and distributing the ball and doing all those th- other things and understanding that the goal of the greater is more than the goal of, of the one individual, right? So how, how do you do that on a daily basis to get everybody to buy in? You've got a lot of really good players. What you just talked about, we've worn people down and won in the last 30 minutes many times this year, right? Because you've done a great job of building depth, but we keep playing. We keep playing for 90 minutes. But how do you, how do, you do that? How do you get everybody... To buy all in on being a teammate as opposed to being an individual.
1: Yeah, it really starts with our leadership, right? I think you've kind of gave me some great advice. And I, you know, I'd pick Katie's brain and Travis's brain. And it starts with just, you know, we have a great leadership group. We have really good captains that I think that that kind of kind of model the behavior on a daily basis. And when those guys are being selfless and those guys are about their teammates, and those guys are about the greater good of the group, and those guys are investing in serving others, I think it kind of it's um, it's contagious, and I think the younger players follow suit. And I think it's kind of something we just continually, um, you know, remind remind ourselves of what's important and, and and what what our you know behaviors need to be. So I think it starts with our leadership. I think it starts with our captains, and I, I agree. I think they uh, they've done a great job of that this year. What's
0: it? Uh, so you're you're you get we got one regular season game uh, to finish. We're going to win the regular season of at the Atlantic Ten. Um, how do you turn the page and I shouldn't be doing this. I know we got to get through tomorrow, but when you go into postseason, does anything change? Does anything change in mindset or is it all the same mindset that you've had the whole time as you get ready for the A-10 tournament? We got to finish this thing off tomorrow night, which there's nothing more important in Rhode Island. I appreciate that. But how do you start setting the tone with this final regular season game to take yourself into the A-10 tournament?
1: Yeah, I really believe it is about, it is about, you know, just you know, very, very process oriented, and really just focusing on on the next game, and and not making it more than what it is. I think with it, the the players have done a really good job of, um, you know, being routine based, but not being monotonous. I guess is you know some way of a good way of putting it. It's it's a you you have to find ways to to ignite, and there's there's ways there's each game. It seemed like has really had a ton of meaning, and you know, we've been very fortunate. Even you know, every game has felt like. Um, um, that we had to win it, right? And I think that will continue tomorrow night. I think it's, it's difficult to maintain that level of excellence, uh, that sustainability. But, our, again, I give our, our team a ton of credit. And I think for us it's just going to be about, again, focusing on our identity, focusing on the things that got us to this success. We had a conversation at the end of practice today. Um, you know, about that. It's like, what, what, what makes us successful? What has made us successful? Let's continue to continue to do those things and, and let's not take it for granted. Success isn't a continuum. Uh, there's nothing guaranteed. Just because we had it before doesn't mean we're going to have it again. Uh, we have to continue to do the little things that made us successful. That's what
0: I was impressed about the
1: GW game
0: is uh, really, you know, at half we played okay, but really keeping at what we do and what our team does and you could tell it, and then it start, we started to break the opponent and then Then it snowballs in your favor. But I think you did a great job of getting the guys to buy into that, which is, uh, which we've come a long way in, uh, you know, since we went into the COVID year and we all had to roll our sleeves up and get through that. But I think, as you and I have talked, I think your program, I think your team has done a lot what our program was able to do is really to um, focus in the COVID space to build that uh, that culture. And so it started back then, right? It started summer of 2020. And you could see signs of it this past spring, and now it keeps evolving, of which I'm, I'm super impressed by. When you, when you look at your team, who, uh, you've got your captains, you've got your leaders, um, you've had a couple kids. You've had uh, Johnny Klein and Simon get a lot of accolades, right? They've done a great job. And then you've got people like Kip Keller, who I believe is unbelievably important <laughs> to what we're doing. And, and obviously Patrick's done such a great job. How do you keep all those kids who are playing at a high, high level all uh, engaged and thriving off of each other's success?
1: Yeah, you know that, that's a great question. I, th- I think the, um, I think it's in the nature of the, their their character and their DNA, right? I think they're all pretty, you know, um, selfless guys to begin with. I think they're happy when other guys do have success, and I think there's been a, a fair share of it across the board where. A lot of guys across the team have been been acknowledged for the work that they're doing. Like you know, you think of Chandler Vaughn, our left back, who's been unbelievable for us the last yeah, two years. Majib's having an unbelievable, uh, another unbelievable season at uh, right back, and Chase Neese. Nice. Um, you know, there's just so many guys across the board that you know. Obviously, the guys who score goals and get points always get will always get more of the accolades. But um, you no, know, guys are doing their jobs you know, and I think, uh, we continually stress that just do your job. And if everybody does their job, we'll, we'll come on, on the right end of this thing. And, and the individual successes will take care of themselves. Um, and I think, you know, you mentioned the COVID, uh, the COVID year, you know, you know, this group as, as with most sports teams over the last you know 18 months, but this group's kind of the core has been together now for, you know, maybe two, two and a half years or so. And, you know as you know, we've suffered through some some difficult matches, some difficult results um you know and I think they've they they've they've been more resilient because of that, and I think they're even more determined and um, I think it's made us better it's made us stronger and i think um, it's you know it's really good it's really good to see um them have the success that I think we all envisioned, but they had to work their way you know through some difficult times to get there
0: how critical is it uh the the 12th man through the 28th man to put those 11 out front. We talk about it all the time, right? The whole everybody up and down is so critical. How do you build that environment and how, um, how important is that to build a championship team?
1: Yeah, I look, I think, I think it's the only, it's, you can't build a championship team with, without um, everyone in the program buying in and and understanding their value and, and whether that's, and we call them game changers. We don't call them like subs. We call them game changers when they when they come into the game. We you know whether they're coming in as a substitute, whether they're someone who's on on the sideline who's just there for for energy and vocal support. It all makes a difference, and it all adds up. And um, you know you have to continue to acknowledge those behaviors and, and acknowledge those moments, whether it's inside of a game or in training, or because that's what makes your culture. It's your that's your 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 daily actions are your culture it's a verb um not a noun so so yeah I think for us it's you know I think our our leaders do a good job of acknowledging internally I think there's a lot of ownership within the group um it's never perfect it's all we're always working on it I don't think you know like this week of training wasn't wasn't our best week but we acknowledge it and we're going to continue to um keep moving forward and and know that it's never going to be perfect but um we're going to keep pushing ourselves to get to be the best versions of ourselves
0: what's the big opportunity and challenge going into this Rhode Island game
1: yeah, it's a little bit of a trap game, if you know, being being uh, honest in terms of, you know, you had some success, you won the league last week, and now you have a you have a match, which is going to be arguably our most difficult match. Very good Rhode Island team, very talented. Obviously, they're sitting right behind us in the standings. Um, and they're right around 38th in the RPI. So they're fighting for an NCAA, you know, tournament berth like we are. So, um, you know, I trust the group. I trust, I trust the leadership. I trust the team that we're going to, we're going to be ready to go. Um, but yeah, there's, a, there's always the, you know, you know, as a, as a, as a sportsman, there always is that slight concern that you're going to have a letdown, but I, I think our guys will be ready to go. And, and you're going to get the best version of salute tomorrow night.
0: Well, it's certainly a big game. Um, last question. We've been fortunate enough to raise some money to really invest in, in your program and the athletic program. How important is that for the future of, uh, of our men's soccer program
1: well it's it's everything right it's it's i can't thank you and dr postello and and everyone who's really kind of uh galvanized our alumni and our there's just so much momentum and support right now inside the athletic department across the board i think you're seeing that um all across even st louis and the community um and yeah, for us to you know reach our goals and aspirations of being a top twenty-five program, to win another national title, to be you know to be a conference champion consistently, you know you need to make continue to make these strides uh, off the field as well for us to be able to recruit and for us to provide the best environment for our student athletes. So um, yeah, it's definitely going to you know continue to move forward. It's momentum, it's progress, and yeah, we're very grateful for uh, the support from our alumni and the community. Well, as
0: we've taught many times, we're blessed to have. Uh great leadership at the institution and a community who really buys into where we're going and what we're doing. And that has a lot to do with our coaches. Uh, you've done a great job of uh, putting the pieces in place for a men's soccer team. And now we're starting to see some of the fruits of the labor, but uh, there's a lot more labor to go and uh, a lot more success Always. To happen. So uh, Kevin, uh, good luck tomorrow night. Thanks for joining us. We'll have you back here real soon and uh, let's get after the uh, Rhode Island Rams.
1: You got it. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thanks,
0: Kevin. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.